I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode. I have Michelle Vroom. She has more than 10 years of marketing and public relations experience with nonprofits, agencies, and big corporations. And now Michelle helps small business owners market themselves. And I'm so excited to have her on this episode because she's going to help us really figure out how to better attract the clients that we want to be attracting. And I think we can all always use more information about that because it's such an important part of our businesses. So welcome, Michelle. Glad to have you on. Thank you so much, Susan. I'm thrilled to be here. So first, let's get to know you a little bit. I'd like Hi. to know how you, how you got into public relations and then like how that led you to having your business today. Sure, absolutely. So you know, throughout my career, um, I had the opportunity to do a lot of things, work in a lot of different environments. And I always knew that I wanted to start my own business someday. I thought that someday would be when I was later on in life and my kids were, you know, teenagers or out of the house. So it wasn't even on my radar until I had my older son. I have two little boys at home. Um, and when I had my older son, as I'm sure many moms can relate, everything changed. You know, at the time, um, before I had him, I was working in, I live outside of the Philadelphia area and I was working in the city, commuting long hours. And it just wasn't the life that I envisioned for just my family. And so when I had my son, my priorities completely shifted. And ironically, while I was on maternity leave, some opportunities came my way. Opportunities that were big enough for me to say, is now the right time? Like, do I actually want to do this? And the answer was, of course, yes. My husband was very supportive, fortunately. And I really just took a leap of faith. You know, I, I saw what was possible and I decided that I wanted to be able to be home with my kids, but also still pursue something that was for me. And that is what led me to start my own business. I've been in business for a little over three years. So um, sometimes it feels like yesterday, but it was just God's timing, honestly, like just amazing opportunities coming my way. And then me saying, you know what, let's do it. Let's take that leap of faith. And so now you help business owners and entrepreneurs um, really figure out how to get their business up and running because I mean, like finding clients is like the first thing that businesses need to do, right? <laughs> well, it is. It is. Um, I work with a variety of entrepreneurs, so I have different levels of services for different people at different stages. Um, but I love being able to serve women who are just starting out and really grow with them. So I have women who are just starting out, literally. Um, are brand new to business and are not sure where to find clients. I have women who are still in their nine to fives and who are trying to go full time with that dream. 
then I also serve women who have been in business for a year or more, some even more established than that, but they never really devoted time to marketing. Like they focus so much on word of mouth and referrals, but there comes a point where I think everyone experiences that shift of like, okay, how do I bring in more consistency? Like, what does that look like? How do I have more control over the process versus waiting for other people to send business my way? So what do you, um, what do you teach them and help them with in, in getting that going in getting clients to come to them? Sure. So it's all about the strategy and that is like the least fun, exciting part of business, right? Is strategy. No one really thinks about that. Everyone chases the shiny objects. Everyone says, well, I just need to post more on Facebook or I just need to, you know, be on Instagram. And there's no shortage of people telling us that we have to do this. We have to do that. I help women go back to their foundation. I, you know, the analogy I'll use here is you're building a house, right? You wouldn't build the house without the foundation because everything else is going to crumble. So when it comes to getting clients, you need to build your foundation. And that starts with knowing who you are targeting, um, then moving into like, what are the messages that you're going to share with that audience? How are you actually going to get them to pay attention, especially in a noisy world that we live in? And then it moves into, you know, how do you show up and build relationships? Relationships are the bread and butter of marketing. Um, you know, there will always be, again, that next shiny object. But when it comes to how you can truly get clients consistently, it's all about the relationships. And that's an area that I love. It's an area that I'm good at. And for a lot of people, it's scary. It's very intimidating. Yeah. It, yeah. And it seems like people want the quick fix, oh, yes. you know, the quick quick path to money or magic path to success. And it's, it can work for a short time, but it's definitely not going to (laughs) last. No, you know, for sustainability, you've got to, again, build that foundation and it doesn't happen overnight. Um, There's ways to go out and get clients quickly. Don't get me wrong. If someone's just starting, you know, going out and Forming referral relationships is absolutely one of the best ways, you know, just going out and meeting people and talking to people. But if you want a sustainable business where you are bringing clients in consistently and people are coming to you, like that is, I feel like the holy grail of marketing, right? When people start coming to you asking how, how you can work together, that takes time. Like you said, it's not a quick fix. And a lot of people are very impatient and they want it to happen immediately And I do believe social media plays a big role in this. We compare ourselves to other people. We look at people who might be further down the line and we say, well, I want what they have, but we're not necessarily willing to work for it. So my clients, um, the clients that I work with, you know, we're helping them build that foundation. There's still ways that they can be bringing clients in while they're building the foundation. But the goal is to get them to a point where they've got business coming in automatically. So what are your best tips for building those relationships? Like when we're maybe on social media or I'm I'm assuming you do mostly like teaching people how to reach out on social media. Is that right? Mostly online. Um, Yeah. A lot of my clients there, there's offline strategies as well. Um, You know, again, using referral relationships and networking and all of that. So regardless of whether you're online or off, um, the approach to building relationships is the same. And the first step is making sure you know who you want to build the relationship with. And it sounds so simple, but most people are way too broad. And I myself was guilty of this. So I will call myself out here. (laughs) When I first started my business, 
I said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to help small business owners. And that was it. I had no kind of criteria, no, um, there was no niching down. Like it was just small business owners. Well, as you and I both know, they come in all shapes and sizes, right? There's people at different stages. There's people in different industries. Um, there's people who have different needs. And so I, you know, had to niche down and really focus on a particular audience. And that's something that I help my clients do because for most people, it's really scary. They feel like, well, if I niche down and I go, you know, to reach a smaller audience, I'm going to miss out on clients. And what I have found is that it's the opposite. You're able to build deeper relationships when you are truly focused on one particular audience and you're speaking their language and speaking directly to them. So that's step number one is you just, you have to know who you're targeting. Okay. Let's back up. Do you have any advice for helping people to niche down? Because I think that can be a big struggle with people. Um, not yeah, now they understand like, okay, I need to do it cause I can reach yeah. the people better, but then like, how do I go about doing that? Yeah. So a couple of things. And the first thing I'll say just as like a, a blanket statement here, niching down does not mean that you are, 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 that that's the only group that you will ever reach for the rest of your life. Like this isn't set in stone. Um, this is an opportunity for you to say, you know what, this is who I'm prioritizing. Um, it doesn't mean that I can't still serve people from different groups. So I, I want that to be known because I think that takes the pressure off, I hope, <laughs> for, for the listeners here. Um, you know, in terms of niching down, the first thing that I would ask yourself is, who do I want to work with? We often don't think about what our own desires are. And if you've already been serving clients, you could ask yourself, well, who have I enjoyed working with? Like, was there a situation where the relationship just seemed so great and it worked out so smoothly? Um, you could also ask yourself, you know, who do I tend to attract? Who am I already communicating with? Um, so there's a couple of questions that I always recommend people ask for reflection purposes, um, just to make sure that you are truly targeting the audience that you want to. Because if you're not passionate about the audience you're targeting, it's not gonna work. So the first thing you wanna do is do a little bit of internal work to figure that out. And then start to look at the common characteristics from those answers, and a group of people will emerge. I always recommend focusing, especially if you're a B2B, if you're serving other business owners, I always recommend focusing on a stage. A lot of people feel like, well, do I have to target a specific industry? I don't believe you do. I think that eventually you may decide to do that, but at least think about what stage of business they're at. Like, where are they at in their journey? Um, if you're targeting someone who's a consumer, if you're not targeting businesses, I think you still want to look at the stage of life that they're in, right? Like if you're targeting moms, well, a mom who has, you know, a three and a half year old and a two year old, like my kids at home, it's, it's going to be very different than someone who's got kids who are in school or who has teenagers. And so you want to think again, like what stage of life or business are they at? That's usually a really great starting point. I love that. I've never heard it put that way. And it's very helpful to think about it in stages and not demographic of who they are, what industry they're in, or the amount of money they're making. But I mean, in, in a way, um, the stage of a business that does come into play, like what, what is their revenue? So um, I really love, love it put in those words. So you were talking about building relationships and the first step was niching down. What's the next step? 
The next step is to figure out where your people are spending their time. So again, this can be online, this can be offline, both, but where are they going and consuming information? Where are they going and having conversations? A lot of times people will say, well, I'm gonna throw up my website, I'll use this as an example, I'm gonna put up my website and then people are just gonna come find me. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> there, there is always a point in business where you have to go to your clients and then as you show up more consistently and build that relationship, you will notice a shift where people start coming to you. But most people are not there yet and that's okay, that's part of the journey. We all experience that. So you need to figure out where are they spending time. And I always recommend focusing on just one or two places versus trying to be everywhere. That was also a mistake that I made at the beginning of my business is I tried to be everywhere. I was on Snapchat, I was on Periscope. I mean, I was on places that I really didn't need to be. And once I honed in on one primary place, which for me is Facebook, everything changed because no longer did I feel that pressure of I've got to be everywhere. And so I was truly able to focus all of my efforts on building relationships on one platform. So the next step is to figure out where am I going to go and keep it simple, focus on one platform or two platforms first. Great. And yeah. so then obviously you need to start showing up in that place. Oh, yeah. And so what is the best, I mean, providing content, what's, what's the best way to be showing yeah. up? <laughs> So um, it's really twofold here. So it's providing content and showing up on your platform. That could be a Facebook page. It could be a Facebook group. It could be Instagram. It could be LinkedIn, right? I'm, there's no cookie cutter here. I'm not a believer in like there's one size fits all. Um, so you've got your, I'll call it like your virtual storefront, right? Where people would go to learn more about you. However, you also need to go to where the conversations are taking place. So if we use Facebook as an example, one of the ways that I really started connecting with people, especially early on, is I went into other Facebook groups and I participated in the conversation. If someone was asking a question about marketing or finding clients, I was weighing in, right? When appropriate, I was offering free resources. I was truly focused on answering their questions and having that dialogue with them versus dropping in and just sharing a link and then running in the other direction, which is what most people are doing because we feel pressure, don't we, to, to get clients. So you truly have to have like a service attitude where you are not expecting anything in return. You are truly treating them as a human being. And it sounds so simple, but again, a lot of people aren't doing it. They're doing things online that they would never do in person. It's like forming a friendship, right? When you, you know, meet someone at a party, right? Or you meet someone when you're out and about, like you have to build that, that acquaintance relationship before you can even get to the friendship. And it's the same thing online when we're approaching potential clients. So yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, one of the problems that I find myself getting into is going into the groups and networking with people. I find that it can be super time consuming and I think it's because I'm doing it maybe inefficiently or wrong in a way. Okay. Um, so do you have a framework that you help people to be more efficient with that and like actually do it in a way that is helping them and not like taking them away from their actual business of, you know, helping their clients or whatever it might be? Yes. Now, the first thing I'll say is that there is a time intensive part to this. That is so when you are, especially when you're at the beginning stages of your business and of growing it and marketing it, 
you either can spend money to get in front of more people or you can do time. And for most people, it's going to be time. So there definitely is a time component here. And the first thing I'll say is to make it easier on yourself. And I will use Facebook groups as an example, though you can certainly replicate this elsewhere, is you want to... Uh, just really think about what are the keywords that my audience might be searching for that they might be talking about as it pertains to my expertise. So for me, they're talking about finding my audience, target audience, um, finding clients. Some people are posting about marketing, but more often than not, they're actually like, how do I find my clients? That's the question. It's not just about marketing. If I just searched for marketing, I would miss half the conversations going on. So you want to think about, um, and I always work with my clients to come up with a list of um, at least five to 10. You can always add to it or detract from it as you, as you continue marketing. But five to 10 keywords that you can use to search, especially in Facebook groups where you can search in the search bar so that you're not trying to go through every single post. Yeah. That would be extremely time consuming. And some of this involves like playing around and seeing what the conversations are and then adding as you need to. So I always recommend that people sort through the conversations based on what their audience is searching for, what words and phrases they're using. And then I also recommend that you schedule this into your daily routine. So put it into a Google calendar, sync it up to your phone, whatever you need to do, um, 15 to 30 minutes a day. And set a timer for yourself. Otherwise, it's really easy to go down the rabbit hole. Um, you're always going to feel like, well, I could do more or I should do more or I should spend more time on this. But even just 15 to 30 minutes a day of popping in and answering questions and, and providing guidance and resources, that's very powerful for your business. And it's a great starting point for people who are trying to make this a habit. Because if we don't schedule it, what happens is that we get busy we get focused on other things and we forget to actually engage in those conversations and build those relationships. I love the, the, um, the numbers you've put on it. I think it's very easy to follow it when you have it laid, like a plan laid out for you. Would you recommend that people limit the amount of groups that they are active in? Yes. Um, at the beginning, you're probably going to have a lot more that you're going to need to cull through. I always recommend that people focus on two to three primary groups where they're showing up. This is a little bit of test and revise because there may be a group that you're part of that you think is really great and then you start realizing mm, it doesn't have the right people in it. Um, that has happened to me before. And so then you need to revise and go back and look at your list. So you could start bigger and then begin to drill down. But at the end of the day, you want two to three primary groups where you are showing up a lot where you are answering questions, engaging. If you try to do that across 10 different groups, it's going to be exhausting. And you do not want to be one of those people who drops in when there's a promotion and, and shares their link and then you disappear and you're not present for any other conversations. In order to build a relationship, you need to be showing up regularly. It's like a friendship, right? If you text a friend, you know, and, and then they don't hear from you for a month, how is that going to help the relationship, right? It's not. Same thing. You can't just pop in when there's a promo day or a promo thread every week and then disappear altogether. So um, that's why I always recommend people drill it down and keep it focused so that it's manageable. That's awesome. I love that. Um, yeah, because it seems like I'm getting group requests every day and I'm like, I can't possibly, I mean, not that I even want to be in the groups, 
but you know, there are definitely ones that are really good resources and people that I want to follow, but I'm like, I just can't possibly be active in every one of them. And you have to think too, okay, so I have the two to three groups where I'm showing up where my ideal clients are. You may have some groups that are just good professional development for you and that's okay. The two to three that I referenced are the groups where you are going and building that relationship with your audience. That's great. So you have a, um, a guide to help people along with this. Will you tell them all about that? Sure. It's called five steps to get clients like a boss. Um, and if you are struggling to land clients consistently, if you feel like it's very hit or miss, or if you're just starting out and you're trying to figure out how to attract clients, this guide is really going to break it down for you in five steps. I'm all about keeping it simple. (laughs) So these five steps will give you, um, just the tools that you need to begin putting yourself out there, but also do some of the inner work. There's a lot of inner work that comes with getting clients that we don't think about. We don't realize how much our mindset plays a role. So this guide has both. It's got the external strategies and the internal strategies so that you can truly show up like a confident expert and attract clients like a magnet. Awesome. And we will put the link to that in the show notes of this episode. And where else can people connect with you, Michelle? The best place is on Facebook. So I have a Facebook group called Market Like a Boss for people who um, really feel they could benefit from daily tools and resources to find clients. We've got a great group in there. Um, and I'm always sharing my knowledge and my expertise and what I've learned. I do a lot of like behind the scenes, what I've learned in my business, the good, the bad, everything in between, just because I want to keep it real with people. I want to be honest and transparent about what this journey is like so that no one ever feels like they're alone. So if that's something that you're interested in, that group is a great place to start. Awesome. I love it. So what are you working toward right now in your business? Do you have a goal that you're trying to achieve at this time? Well, I am almost at the six figure mark, which is really exciting for me um, this year. So this has been a really big year for me just in business and in growth, which is fabulous. Um, I'm also working toward trying to incorporate new strategies. So obviously the relationship building is still a big part of what I do. Um, But I just released like an evergreen webinar funnel where I'm able to kind of get more people in the door um, through lead gen efforts. So I'm really trying to ramp it up in those areas so that I can always be growing and learning and then passing that stuff along to my clients. That's awesome. And, and it's like, congratulations. That's a huge milestone that you're about yeah, to achieve. And I'm about I'm, to, almost there. And yeah. I, I by the end of the year. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's something that I never thought like was possible when I was first starting. And it's like, it's, it's possible if you believe it's possible. So really just, you know, finding new ways to get people in the door, new ways to scale because with every level there's new challenges. Um, and you know, stay on my toes, raising my two little boys. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a tough job balancing your, your life with kids and, and your business. And I know that there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that relate to that. So you are probably an inspiration <laughs> to many people listening. Like if you can get, if you can accomplish what you've accomplished, like why can't the rest of us do it? Just need oh, to do it. Absolutely. And listen, I don't have it all figured out. I don't think anyone does. We just do the best that we can. And 
it takes a village, right? That's why resources like this podcast are so important so that people feel supported. Yeah. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being on this episode with us today. Thank you. I've had so much fun doing it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Do you have a course or info product that you're trying to get out into the world and make an impact, but you're struggling to figure out how to do that? I know that it can be hard and that's why I want to get on a free call with you. So you can tell me your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, what message you're trying to get out there into the world and see if I can help you come up with a plan and really figure out how to sell what you have to offer to truly amplify your impact and empower others. To jump on that call with me, go to susanleonardson.com forward slash discover.